Hare Krishna, and we're concluding Shri Shapanishad by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Page number 104, Mantra 18. Vishwani Deva Vayunani Vidvan Yuyo Dasmaj Juhuranam Enon Bhuyishtam Te Nama Uktim Vidhema Agne, O my Lord, powerful like the fire. Naya, kindly lead me. Supata, in the right path. Raye, O the Omnipotent. Asman, all of us. Vishwani, everything including. Deva, O my Lord. Vayunani, all actions. Vidvan, the knower. Yuyodhi, Get me freed from asmat, ourselves, juhuranam, all hindrances on the path, enas, all vices, bhuyishtam, being fallen on the ground, te, unto you, nama, of obeisances, uktim, words, videma, do I act. Translation O my Lord, powerful as the fire, Omnipotent One. Now, I do offer you all obeisances, falling at your feet on the ground. O my Lord, please lead me on the right path to reach you. And, as you know all of what I have done in the past, please make me free from the reactions to my past sins, so that there will be no hindrance. To my progress. Haribo! Purport This surrendering process and praying for the causeless mercy of the Lord leads the devotee progressively on the path of complete self-realization. The Lord is addressed as the fire because he can burn anything into ashes including the sins of the surrendered soul. As described in the previous mantras, the real or ultimate aspect of the Absolute is his feature as the Personality of Godhead. His impersonal feature of the Brahma Jyoti is a dazzling covering over the face of the Lord. Fruitive activities or the Karmakanda path of self-realization is the lowest stage in this endeavor. As soon as activities become even slightly deviated from the regulative principles of the Vedas, such activities are transformed into vikarma, or acts against the interest of the actor. Such vikarma is enacted by the illusioned living entities simply for sense gratification, and thus such activities become hindrances on the path of self-realization. Self-realization is possible for the human form of life, but not for other forms. There are 8,400,000 species or forms of life, of which the human form, with the qualifications of Brahminical culture, presents the only chance to obtain knowledge of the transcendence. Brahminical culture means truthfulness, Controlling the senses, forbearance, simplicity, full knowledge, full faith in God, 
and not to become simply proud of one's high parentage. To be the son of a Brahmana is a chance to become a Brahmana, just as being the son of a big man is a chance to become a big man. But such a birthright is not everything, because still one has to attain the Brahminical qualifications for himself. For himself, so. As soon as one becomes proud of his birth as the son of a Brahmana and neglects to acquire the qualifications of a real Brahmana, he at once becomes degraded and drawn from the path of self-realization. And his life mission as a human being is defeated. In the Bhagavad Gita it is assured by the Lord that the yoga brashtas or souls fallen from the path of self-realization are given a chance for rectification by taking birth either in the families of good brahmanas or in the families of rich merchants. These are the higher chances for self-realizations. To become a rich man's son or to become the son of a good brahmana. And if these chances are misused by the illusioned human being, the result is that such a man loses the good chance of human life offered by the Almighty Lord. The regulative principles are such that one who follows them is promoted from the plane of fruitive activities to the plane of transcendental knowledge, and from transcendental knowledge he becomes perfect after many, many births when he surrenders unto the Lord. This is the general procedure. But one who surrenders at the very beginning, as is mentioned in this mantra, at once surpasses all the stages of progression by simple adoption of the devotional attitude. Haribo! As is stated in the Gita, the Lord at once takes charge of such a surrendered soul and makes him free from all the reactions of his sinful acts. In the Karmakanda activities there are many sinful actions. And in Kyanakanda, Gyanakanda, the path of philosophical development, the number of such actions is less. But in devotional service to the Lord, the path of bhakti, there's practically no chance of sinful reactions. There is practically no chance of sin sinful reactions. Haribo! This is just. I, I so wish that we all could take it. A little like with more gravity and really understand how incredibly awesome this is one who is a devotee of the Lord attains all the good qualifications of the Lord himself not to mention becoming a Brahmana a devotee automatically attains the qualifications of an expert Brahmana authorized to perform sacrifices, even though such a devotee may not have taken his, his birth in the family of a Brahmana. 
Such is the omnipotence of the Lord, that he can make a man born in the family of a Brahmana as degraded as a low-born dog-eater, and he can also make a low-born dog-eater more than a qualified Brahmana simply on the strength of devotional service. The omnipotent Lord, being situated within the heart of everyone, can give directions to his sincere devotee as to the right path. Such directions are especially offered to the devotee, even if he desires something else. Oh. For others, God gives sanction to the doer only at the risk of the doer. But in the case of a devotee, the Lord directs him in such a way that he never acts wrongly. Haribo! This is so sweet, isn't it? No, this is, this is so wonderful, isn't it? This is how you define a devotee. Haribo! In the Srimad Bhagavatam, it is said that the Lord is so kind upon his devotee that even though he sometimes falls into the entanglement of Vikarma, acts against the direction of the Vedas, the Lord at once rectifies the mistakes of the devotee from within the heart, because such devotees are very dear to the Lord. Haribo! Here in this mantra, the devotee prays to the Lord to rectify him from within his heart. To err is human. A conditioned soul is very often apt to commit mistakes, and the only remedial measure for such unknown sins is to give oneself up to the lotus feet of the Lord, so that he may guide the devotee. The Lord takes this charge for the fully surrendered souls, and thus all problems are solved simply by surrendering oneself unto the Lord and acting in terms of the Lord's directions. Such directions are given to the sincere devotees in two ways. One is by means of the saints, scriptures and spiritual master, and the other is by the Lord himself, residing within the heart of everyone. Thus, the devotee is protected in all respects. Haribo, this is so beautiful. Oh, I, will, I want to um, write this paragraph down somewhere and really memorize it. This is just incredible. See, the Lord is seeing our hearts and if we're really sincere, if we're really sincere, then he helps us in all respects. Isn't this great? <laughs> I don't know, I, um, when I was like 16, 17, I remember, I was thinking that like, how can you not follow the path of bhakti yoga and, you know, like Krishna consciousness and because Prabhupada's books, he literally explains everything, like any question you can have, any possible question is answered by Srila Prabhupada in his books and it's just... Okay, the Vedic knowledge is transcendental and it cannot be understood simply by mundane educational procedures. One can understand the Vedic mantras only by the grace of the Lord and the spiritual master.
If one takes shelter of a bona fide spiritual master, it is to be understood that he has obtained the grace of the Lord. The Lord appears as the spiritual master for the devotee. And so the spiritual master, the Vedic injunctions, and the Lord himself from within all guide the devotee in full strength and there is no chance of such a devotee falling again into the mire of material illusion. Jai, see, like, this is really, like, many times, I'll say this because it's relevant for me, <laughs> many times you see people coming and going from the spiritual path, and, and uh, you have to understand that in order to have all of this help, you know, the saints, the Vedic scriptures, the spiritual master, the Lord from within, it's really like Srila Prabhupada, he again and again, he says, sincere, fully surrendered, right? Sincere, fully surrendered. So, and praying for the grace and surrendering. And, and then you can really see that, yeah, when you really try to be sincere, when you really fully surrender, there is always help. There is always help. Okay. The devotee thus protected all around is sure to reach the ultimate destination of perfection. The whole process is hinted at in this mantra of Shri Upanishad, and the Srimad Bhagavatam still further explains this. Hearing and chanting of the glories of the Lord are themselves acts of piety. The Lord wants everyone to do this because He is the well-wisher of all living entities. And by practicing this hearing and chanting of the glories of the Lord, one becomes cleansed of all undesirable things within himself. His devotion becomes fixed upon the Lord. At this stage, the devotee acquires the Brahminical qualifications and the resultant reactions of lower qualities become completely vanished. He becomes fully enlightened by such devotional service and thus knows the path of the Lord and how to attain Him. All doubts become diminished and he becomes a pure devotee. Wow, oh my god, this is such a grand finale. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports to Sri Ishapanishad the knowledge that, that brings one nearer to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. Haribo, wow, page number 108. <laughs> 108 brilliant pages. Wow, and this, this book was phenomenal, really. Uh, thank you so much, uh, <laughs> everyone, for participating in this reading and... I am so happy that I started this podcast, really, because reading with all of you and reading in this format really helps to dive into the reading more and remember more, and it's it's incredible. Thank you all so much. And I just wanted to make one simple point, even though like it's not a summarization of the entire Shri Upanishad, because... I'm sure like every single mantra had some uh, specific meaning and some specific 
uh, message but just this la- one point that is uh, given in this last paragraph that by practicing this hearing and chanting of the Lord one becomes cleansed of all undesirable things within himself just just I'll just mention this that you know 2020 and 2021 were the years where everyone went into you know self-improvement basically and last few years it's very very common that people are trying to improve their life that people are trying to change their life they're looking for other people coaches and whatnot to motivate them right to motivate them and to really you know stop um, doing all of the like bad habits that they've been cultivating for many years and really you know live and be happy you know and uh, be satisfied and achieve success but really really what i find is that and i'm speaking it because i used to be very fascinated by different you know like like psychology coaches and this that you know because i was also trying to achieve my own goals and you know like develop good relationships with people and you know and really ultimately at the end of the day i always remember when i think about these things i always remember this you know disappointment utter disappointment when the situations come up and you screw, screw up is this okay um you you really mess up you mess up and and then you feel wow i actually knew what exactly i should and should not do but i still messed up and this is really incredible i find it it's almost like you know standing in front of the mirror taking a glass of poison saying cheers to the reflection then drinking it you know and and again and again it's like a completely like you can't you're not in control you feel like you're not in control and then you listen to all these you know psychology psychology and to, to some degree it's it's good that they lift you up be, like uh, they lift you out of the hopeless condition but there is a limit to which they can actually help you you know ultimately you realize that wow i'm not in control because there is karma because there is destiny because you're not god right so really ultimately i found for myself that spiritual practice and surrendering to the lord and trying to become a pure devotee <laughs> trying to become a pure devotee trying to really listen and hear and chant the glories of the lord they this really changes you this improves your life this really like you know something gives you blessings and gifts which are beyond your expectations and beyond your dreams so um yes so um i really really wanted to share this experience and uh, just think about it <laughs> okay Hare Krishna and see you in the next episode we're starting next book tomorrow and you will find out what book is it tomorrow Hare Krishna